It was all a pipe dream Watching bodyboarding up on TV Deep at reef watching tension repeats Eating bakery feeds at 18 Living the dream with no sunscreen Yeah we were so keen Surfing Aussie pipe Buying Riptide Eating shit pies G'day and welcome to the Riptide Bodyboarding Podcast, the home of bodyboarding. Thank you for joining us on episode 67 of our Verbal Journaling and I'm your host, Luke O'Connor. Well, today's guest is a longtime friend, a longtime boog lord and someone who started out west and migrated east. He's someone who started from humble beginnings and has stayed humble for his entire time on the boog. He's an enigma. He cruises in and out of sessions and situations quicker than a flash of fucking lightning. He's extremely talented in big waves, knows what he's doing in the ocean and can pretty much hunt and collect anything out of the deep blue sea um, on any given day. And he's a fella that we've had on the podcast before, but as a kind of doubled up duo uh, sort of uh podcast so i would say today we're going to learn a lot more about him and he's someone that has a lot to share i'm talking to adam kesbar bros thanks for coming on thanks for having me no dramas no dramas man and um you know i do i do really mean it when i say that you are incredible in big waves brother that's one of the biggest things that i've noticed in the last five years especially watching you from your earlier days coming on the train to cronulla and then making your way all the way through with your license and then all the sessions you've just been hitting in the last, yeah, especially last three or four years. Yeah. Notably down on the bottom of Australia and a couple of like really heavy slabs here on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, what's drawn you to big waves and, and what's drawn you to, you know, that rush? Oh, I don't know. The, yeah. Lately, we had it. We had it for the past few years, you know? It was there, so we could just do it. Like, Cape broke once every two weeks, like mm. real good. And then, like, the waves you were used to that, like, get crowded sort of didn't. And then I started shooting down to Vic a bunch, and I got Vic, like, I don't know, eight trips in a row just pumping, like, really good. So it was available. Um, but besides that, I don't know. I know what you mean. How did I get into it? Just sort of, like, I don't know. I used to surf when I would go on holidays and stuff because I grew up out west, like, in, like, like probably an hour from the beach. And I'd go on holidays with my family, lived in a motorhome for a fair bit of the year. And yep. it was just like, obviously, you're in a motorhome, you're not going to pull up in the middle of nowhere, you're going to go to the beach. Of course. So we'd stay just wherever and I'd surf. And then it got to the point where I was about like, I don't know, in between five and eight years old, like around that point where you're like, oh, like you're looking around and you're like, you pick who you want to be or who you think the cool kids are. And at that point, when I was safe, when I was eight, that was 2006 and like what was huge on the mid north coast like Boogan you know you don't want to be doing what like your dad's doing you don't want to be doing what like all the old guys are doing you're like oh I just want to be like the cool kids yeah man jumped on the Boog pretty much straight after that and just like I don't know like pursued it I was like to a point where I was like I really love doing it but then when I got to like you know 13 I was a pretty independent kid and I could just sort of take off whenever so I'd wake up at 4 4.30 in the morning, like, every day I didn't have to go to school, catch the train to Cronulla, and, like, just not even know what a forecast was, just show up and try and get waves. So, like, the point or the island, and then, I don't know, like, uh, that feeling when you get, when you see barrels at a wave you've not been at before, and you're like, this is unreal, like, this isn't like a beachy, you know, like, new reefs, you just, like, 
and then it just kept, I don't know everything about it for me just like unfolded and it led to yeah like getting to the point where I wanted to surf like the heaviest things that I can get into really sick man that's yeah. such a that's a, such a crazy progression and thinking that you started kind of doing your own thing at the age of um 12 and 13 like what what was that like coming from so you you grew up in in yeah, concord? Like concord yeah yeah sick and so you would hop on the train mm. there um you just have the boog under the arm yeah fully what kind of fins did you have um i was i would have been running like the tech fins sick. just because they didn't cut me i think yeah oh amazing. bro and then got limos, but I was rocking larges with, like, hiking socks. Yeah, just so you didn't get the rub. Yeah, yeah, mm. and just, like, I don't know. I remember I got my first proper board, like, that wasn't a pawn shop board or something, like, my 14th birthday or something like that. And it was, like, that was a bit of a game changer um, because it's just, like, you ride the same board for, like, 10 years when you, like, live out west and your parents don't really, like, I don't know, just, like think it's a thing to do to just buy your kid like surf gear for sure and also to the bodyboard i think when you're a lot younger i think this happens in a lot of families you get your token board and you just carry on with it because you're not looking at it as like most people really like again i'm, I'm might be speaking out of turn but i say most people looking at it to going that's just a pastime that someone's just mm. going to continue on as a grom and then they'll grow out of it and then they might go to surf but surfing or whatever it is but it's always in the car and it's always in the back of the boot yep. and that's the the stalwart the stuff the uh the trusty you know tools of the trade kind of thing you know what i yep. mean that you, you would just continue on with yeah yeah and it's just bizarre that i kept at it and then like i don't know the coolest part about like wanting to keep doing it was that there was zero scene. Like, there was no scene, no one for me to, like... You know, it was hard to find anyone that I, like, knew the name of that would, like, book. Like, it was just, like, a thing that I'd do. It was just a mystery thing. I'm like, I'm going to just wake up and then catch a train and then hope it's good and, like, have these, these, like, dodgy gear to use and, like... Yeah. Like, come home. It was just really, like, I don't know, like, raw. Yeah, definitely. And that's what kept me interested for sure because there's a big thing where we were talking about, like, people lose interest. Yeah. And I just didn't. Like, just because of that, that, like, I just didn't know what was going on. Like, I didn't know that there were certain ways and, like, stuff that I learned. And even to get better, like, progress in booing, I didn't know that there was, like, oh, like, if you position your body in this way or, like, do this with your legs or do this with your turning your head over whatever and, like... Well, the little tiny technical things that I've like tried to like get better in the past, say like, I don't know, like eight years, like when I actually started caring and like reading into it, like watching videos, yeah, seeing magazines. That's like, that was something new to get lost in. Like it yeah. was like, oh, I, I don't care about anything as long as I can just get to the beach. That was the start. And then it turned into like, okay, I can get to the beach. I know how to get to the beach. Yeah. How do I like improve my wave riding? And then, I don't know, I feel like it was really organic which is good, which kept me super interested. And, and so you would go from the age of 12, 13, on a train from Concord, mm. and your main beach would usually be Cronulla? I'd just come, yeah, straight to Cronulla. Yeah, I'd always remember you there, man. But, yeah. like, again, I thought you were just getting dropped off or, like, you lived on the eastern suburbs and you were coming over like mm. a lot of Groms do, you know what I mean? That's Yeah. So I got to see the commitment, and obviously that's paved the way for you to continue booging and wanting to go hunt these slabs up and down the coast because yeah. it's not like you just turn up at these slabs like you've got to be putting the hours in behind the wheel you've got to be sacrificing a lot of things i'm talking sacrificing family events friendships chicks like careers yeah you no, know what i mean money as well no money man <laughs> no, no money, yeah. yeah like you, you do the full boog rat pack thing which yeah. which is 
so cool and it's probably lost a little bit these days you know mm. so it, it's incredible to see as i said at the start of the potty like you're the enigma because not many people can live the lifestyle that you're living yeah i'm frothing to be able to do it like for sure it's just cool to like have something to put my energy into and i'm just like the big thing is like being stoked that i'm still wanting to do it because that's a huge thing like for sure so like every like with stuff that's come and gone in my life i've felt myself falling out of love with it but it just hasn't really happened for Bergen yet for me. Like I've never not had it just on my mind fully. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. And as well, like being mindful of that shit as well. Like you don't want to be like, you want to safeguard yourself against those sort of ick feelings against the thing you love doing. So like, for instance, I reckon like it was sick when we were shooting for Conan, but we weren't really shooting for Conan. Hoffy was just filming. Yeah. Like I just randomly met him just at Ireland and then he was like oh like you can be in like this I'm so gonna shoot a movie and you can be in this like, was, was he like one of the first guys that you met coming through like from so the age of like 13, 14 as you moved your way through and you probably met a couple other crew with he's one of the first guys that really wanted to to take you on a filming adventure filming? yeah yeah I'd never really been filmed until Hoffy actually yeah yeah like never really at all the Hoffman yeah which was cool is real cool cause like getting film like it's sick it improves your writing yeah and it's like just everyone knows there's so many reasons why it's cool but then the reasons that people don't really realize is bad about it is you get like too focused on what it's going to look like and too focused on oh is there a filmer and is it like is there evidence of this almost and like all this shit and it's how just, is the evidence thing it's almost like the social media thing which is amazing yeah. everyone listening out there kezzy is not on social media and that probably just talks volumes to how cool you are because mm-hmm. social media would have to be one of the most evil creations when it comes to self-inflating your ego and we've yeah. all fallen into the traps of it man everyone yeah, that'd be everyone. listening here at a certain stage would love having that ping having that um little instant rush of dopamine because they're getting a like or they're getting mm. attention yet you're doing it for the right reasons and letting your bodyboarding do the talking yeah well i'm trying to keep it that because you do fall into it like everyone fucking oath you do man it's like yeah. everyone's it can happen to anyone you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like we're all human and like i, I don't know what it was I mean, I, like bob i'm deep on facebook like i'm big on facebook like marketplace so i'm not completely off social media yeah but are you using like, it to promote bodyboarding no, are you using no, it no no i just like seeing yeah, yeah. what like my old mates that are like now crackheads are doing yeah <laughs> <laughs> like my just friends check, parents and shit checking in old crackies yeah dude and just like seeing what like dumb things are like available in marketplace but marketplace is a tool though oh it's sick. yeah yeah i've got to admit look i probably went harsh on social media there there's a real devilish demonic side of it but then there's also the tool of like you can communicate with anyone at and everyone at any given time Mm. you can sell things you can you can collect things you can um, troll yeah you can troll yeah yeah you can you can update yourself on information or whether or not that's you know verified to be true or not at Mm. least you can gather information so yeah yeah, there's there's benefits it's definitely sick but you gotta leave it you gotta get rid of the stuff that's bad about it like the in like I, I was sitting there one time and i was like looking at i think i was looking at someone on instagram and i was just like this is a couple of years ago and i was like oh like that person's opinion just makes me so like yuck i'm like this is gross and i'm like getting mad and then like i'm scrolling i'm like whatever i'll scroll down and i scroll down so there's some hot chick and then you're like damn like oh this chick's so hot now i feel like like, I feel aroused. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, like, I'm literally looking at my hand and, like, having yeah. my emotions just fucking, like, yeah. just chosen for me by, like, looking at my hand. And I'm like, damn, that's not real life. I'm like, that's dumb. And then also the whole thing of, like, everything you post, 
Like, it's just, like, whether or not you want to have, like, some, like, edgy look on your green where it's, like, oh, I'm, like, you know, just whatever. Like, I take the piss with it. It's, like, you still want to be... You're still trying to have that ego thing of, oh, I'm that guy that takes the piss, though. Like, For sure. Like, look at me. I don't even care. And, like... Yeah. Or you're really seri- serious with it. And you're, like, oh, look how cool I am. Dude, you're projecting a caricature of yourself that you feel is going to be accepted, accepted by other people. Yeah. And, unfortunately, that can dictate to you what you post and how often you post. Mm. And all that sort of shit over a period of time, um, you know, like even for myself, man, I look back on some of my posts and I'm just like, for like sponsors or for things that I was trying to achieve at the time, it's fucking lame, man. It's you know super I mean? lame. Yeah. yeah it's but super, as long yeah. as you learn from that and you kind of go forward with it, like things I post now with, with my social media is my direct life. It's my my beautiful moments with my family that I want to share with other yeah, people. people are actually happy to say them. Yeah, yeah, and it's like real things that I'm doing, not just trying to project something out there that's going to like somehow... And look, but that can also happen easily because if you are a sponsored bodyboarder, a sponsored athlete in any way, shape or form, you are expected at some mm. time to put content up yeah, that is going to get yourself. likes. You know what I mean? I was talking to Strack the other day, man, talking about NMD and, and different posts and whatever and like how... You know, his posts had trended better than other people at certain given times and that maybe gave him um, an edge and a status to like, you know, maybe leverage a board or like leverage like a wave pool trip or something like yeah, that, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether or not it comes true or not, it's 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 the mind games are already starting to play and it's like yeah. the numbers on a fucking screen, bro, you know, yeah. they're just numbers, but yeah. they mean so much at the moment. Yeah, it's really lack. But then Strachan's also good because he's like constantly just like i don't know in reality about what he has done and is doing oh for sure because he moved to the inner west yeah and then he lost his license and then i'd um so i was like dude sweet like i'll just pick you up and if you ever feel like boogan i'll keep you as the guy that i pick up to go boogan and like stoked to surf with him because he rips like full rips yeah yeah and um yeah i forget where i was going with that but yeah yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's like the, the shit he says he's just so like in check like I listen to his podcast with you like I haven't listened to too many I've listened to a couple of them but his one I was like damn I know how he speaks when he's in the car with me and I hope he fucking like rips in on this thing hey yeah. and he did not hold back he hey. didn't it, it was, was epic wasn't it a two part he had a two part yeah we had a two part because yeah, we, we sat here and we got pretty high yeah. on mushrooms and, and a little bit of weed and, and whatever <laughs> yeah. else was floating around and like it was a good long form conversation yeah, dude. He, we've been friends for ages, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So and we had he a lot knows so much, man. Like, yeah. he, he knows in depth so much shit. Yeah, well, it was his life. People forget yeah. from the age of, like, 12, he was the prodigy coming out of Cronulla. And if Turbo and the tour didn't crumble at mm. that time, he would have been somewhere in his mid-20s, um, closer to the stratosphere than, than boots on the ground, man. Yeah, he you would have been, I mean? like, borderline, um, <clears throat> what is it, wingnut status. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah like, young... For I sure. saw him today, eh? Did you? See yeah, Wingo. just driving around. Yeah? yeah? At Cronulla? Yeah, yeah, Cronulla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. go for a wave? I was going to, but yeah. it was pretty rubbish. Yeah, that wind's come up, eh? I got yeah. a couple of little nugs at the island left with Strachan actually yesterday. Yeah. Like, not amazing. Fully. I just, woke up for that. Yeah. And it looked rubbish. It was. And I went back to sleep and it got good. Yeah, like, I mean, good isn't... Like, there's heaps of sand out there at the back at the moment. Yeah. So, it, a couple of them were washing and, yeah, just... They dredge the river, so it's epic. Our beaches have, have come back. But, oh, um, yeah, it seems to be something out the back of there. So hopefully, for surfers. Yeah, hopefully that washes years. away, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. It's probably it's in my top two. That's where I probably most saw you. I love out the island, left, like, and too much, eh? Yeah. It's just something. That's, that's like the... 
whole thing. You know, you know, like so, like I love slabs, and I was talking to um, I was talking to someone about it, like oh, like so, like what what do you think of when you're doing whatever, like in your bottom turn and all this? I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like all I can say is go surf, like on left or like a wave like that that just is like easy but has a slab component where you got to like read it. Once you've read it, you position yourself, you like think about what the wave's going to do. And then like, you just got to store and then you let your speed out. You get as deep as possible, have as much speed as possible. And like, I don't know, like I feel like that sort of wave teaches you a lot and you can tell as well. Like when someone surfed like beaches a lot, like they're generally really good at a, at a like a bunch of shit. Like all the Goldie dudes, for sure. Like they're just like nuts good at timing. Yeah. Um, but they've got a bit of milk everything out of the waves too. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. Sunny coast, like sunny, sunny coast has a bit more power, I guess. But just lack of waves. waves, though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when they get them, they get them. But like generally, you're surfing two foot. So yeah. if you're surfing two foot, I think it's a recipe for going small um early like you know I, I talk about club comps and especially the Cronulla um, bodyboarding club at the moment shouldn't be holding all the time at the island it's great to mix it up and have it at the island every now and again uh-huh. but you got to be getting to the beaches man because if you're trying to get groms into the sport and getting them tech you want them to start off like for example emerald back in the day there was like a star-studded lineup of athletes from the shower brothers lester ringer billiams um you know so many different people bodyboarding at that mm. time and the level was really high but they were doing it mostly to beach yeah like, that's how they all got good they all got good man because you get yeah. the foundations down pat it's like yeah. going hey i'm you know i'm really good at driving a golf ball and i can drive this 300 yards like mm. happy gilmore get fucked i'm just swinging but if you can't putt and you can't get it in you're taking like eight or nine shots around the green yeah. just to putt it in and i'm not a golfer by any sense but i just look at that game <laughs> yeah. and i see the. it's a good analogy yeah you know what yeah, i mean like, it's like having a big dick where you can't you like, can't use it, it in, yeah or you <laughs> can't last it's just like fuck what are we doing here yeah, you know yeah. so back to boogan with that it's like start at the beach yeah. get your tech in get your spins in learn how to approach mm-hmm. the lip learn how to read little rip bowl barrels Position yourself like you were talking about yeah. and then head out the slaps. It's a perfect way to do it. I did the, I didn't do that because I couldn't, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity. Hey, I was like, had no, I don't know, had no idea what was going on. But you didn't have a mentor. You didn't have a club. That's you were just doing I, it by yourself. Yeah, I talk about it a lot actually when someone's like, because to explain to someone why, like, like why I'm a 26 year old fucking boogie boarder. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's, uh, I'm, but, like I live in Port now, so everyone knows. It's like, oh yeah, Bergen. It's a fucking Port. It's a Boog town, so you sure. don't have to explain yourself. But yeah. when someone's like, oh, so you do that? Like, what's how'd that come about? Sort of thing, you know? Because it's bizarre. But if you said that 15, 20 years ago, that yeah. would have been a career. Yeah, fully. that's the weird thing. Eh? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the good, that's like another thing that kept me going with it is, um, for me, bodyboard. Like I like I played rugby, I played AFL, um, athletics. Like I did like what I. Athletics, not so much, isn't as competitive, but I did competitive sport like my whole life. Yeah. And I think there's a place for competitiveness. And for me, I did not put any competitiveness in the water. Like if I saw a mate get a better wave than me, I'd be stoked. Like it it wouldn't make me mad. Like it makes, like, and everyone fucking pretends like it doesn't when they're younger, but like they do. Like even some people, like it usually fades out by the time you're like 18 where you start becoming stoked for your mates surfing better than you. 
but like some people like i don't know like for me i was always like frothing oh man for, for us it was like no, yeah, almost I, mid-20s well that's because you had that whole Ecronola. dynamic man oh, of a lot fuck. of people doing it I, yeah. boogan was dead when i got good at it yeah like, true because i'm 34 you're 26 26 or, yeah. yeah so the, there's there's an eight-year age gap i remember being at the island of us or pine to get a wave that was like le- like legitimate and he's such a good bodyboarder and still mm. is like i would just be like well fuck i gotta do that like yeah. i do that now and then he'd paddle out the back and he'd be like you know blowing some steam off saying yeah fucking and like he always does but he always backs it up you know he talks mm. and talks and he, yeah. and he walks the walk so then i'd be like well fuck i gotta do that and without having that natural competitive scene around you it is quite hard to continually climb the ladder because yeah. you're not being pushed you know what i mean zero for me it was like all self-motivated wanting to get good it was nothing like which is I didn't have anyone to teach me and like give me tips or anything. And I also didn't have anyone to compete with. So it was all self like, pro- like self propelled sort of like, yeah. I was like, this is like, I just want to be as good as I can. And I don't know. I just never really gave a shit about like, I'm like, man, if I want it's like soccer. Right? I played soccer when I was a kid, kid. Yeah. And the level of like that sort of, cause that's a form of aggression, I guess, competitiveness for Definitely. sure. And I, cause I feel that when I played soccer, I felt that in my, like in my lungs, man, like in, yeah. in my chest, I was like, damn, like, it, like, and I grew up in like a Western city. There's a lot of like, it's a, I grew up in a massive Italian area. Yeah, really good like, soccer out play, there. Yeah, it's yeah. like just kids. They pretty much call it football. Yeah, the parents give a shit too. So the parents, like yeah. it was so competitive, but you can't, and you can get so angry cause you can't fucking hit the bloke. Yeah, I know. And then you swap over to rugby when I, so I started hitting puberty. So I started playing like, you know, more rugby around like, tw- you know, 12 through high school. And I'm like, if I'm looking at this bloke and I'm going, fuck that bloke. Like he's a, he's a piece of shit. And then someone will just look at, someone looks at you and go, do, do, do something about it. He's going to get the ball, do something about it. And you say that to yourself almost as well. Like if you hate the bloke genuinely, like you can deck him if you want. And there's a very real possibility you're going to get in a fight as well. If you want to take it there. Mm. Did so you ever have any moments like that where you in got footy, into some fights? Yeah. In footy? No, nah, no. Nah, footy was like, I was always, I, like the aggression that I'd put into footy was more um, athletic. It wasn't like pissed off. It was like, oh, oh like my, you know, if the coach was like, you've been a real pussy out there, like you better go deck because I was center yeah. occasionally. And I wasn't like amazing at footy, but it was like, if I wanted to turn it on, like, it fucking just comes out of you and yeah. you just have a real crack and then Any like rogue people swinging arms like, I wouldn't I'd never do like a clothesline okay. I'd never get anything too dirty I'd just yeah. try real hard that's occasionally. good at least you channel in the right way yeah yeah it wasn't like because that's the thing that's sort of in footy I don't know it's weird like it's a Weasley way to of course it's a dog to, shot it's a dog yeah, shot yeah because you are, you're allowed to hurt them legally yeah. it's like boxing like you know what I mean like it's you, you're allowed to hurt them legally essentially but there's like boundaries in which you can't cross and there's little dog shots you can get in like my dad played um, professional footy when he was younger like for the, the, the dogs man so he, they were called Shit. the berries back then yeah, right. Canterbury berries and he played with like <laughs> Mortimer and Paponis and all those sort of big names the Hughes brothers and he just said that, like, back then, it was more of a Wild West scenario. And yeah, he'd say, yeah. like, if they had a great playmaker in the side or they had a bullshit fullback, it was not uncommon for the, the, the coach at halftime to pull old mate mm. front rower aside and say, your mission in the first 10 minutes of that second half 
is to take him off the field yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's great CMA. you never, yeah, you never fell into that trap because I mean, like you can channel your energy yeah. in a lot of ways, man. Well, it's like I remember the only good plays, like real memorable plays, was like I'd really fuck someone up, like legally, and they'd knock the ball on because they've just like something's ha- like they just fucked up, you know. And then it's our ball, and it doesn't have to be some thing like that I don't know I've never been like and that, uh, it's funny because like, rugby was such a good balance to that where I could be like competitive and then also just be like hey like athletic like in athletics I was like hey my version of being competitive is just like being better yeah I'll and run faster than you yeah I'm just going to do better on my own yeah I did high jump and I was like well yeah well you're a great body type for high jump yeah dude, yeah especially when I was man the best I ever did oh god I used to like I was like had a growth spurt I was like 50 something kilos and like I don't know 5'10 when I was 16 wow. yeah just like all fucking arms and legs but like yeah, yeah I had a mad bender the night before this like New South Wales <laughs> comp like massive bender like chucked my guts up for like I don't know a couple of hours and then like kept drinking and um, obviously hadn't eaten for a while and I showed up on Saturday to the meet just to tell the coach I was like, dude, I can't do this. Like, I'm real sick. I just I was real sick. And he's like, bro, you're doing, you're not running a marathon here. He's like, you're doing high jump, bro. Like, if you got a flu, just or whatever. If you got a cold, it's not gonna make it worse. Just jump. Yeah. And I was like, because oh, you only got to do like three runs in like a. You, you like, could win it on one. You can, yeah, true. You, you gotta, you gotta come in at some point. Yeah, but I, I was like, you know what? Like, fuck. I think he's probably smelled the fucking. Grog on me. Yeah, I reckon he smelled it on me, and yeah. he was like, knew I was talking shit. And was this at Concord Way? Um, this is a homebush <coughs> home for yeah. the meat, yeah. And um, yeah, and I ended up because I weighed like probably two kilo less than I usually did, which was already pretty light. I jumped like, was it my per? That's like one ninety. Was my personal best, and it was that's like that's huge. Yeah, that was like a fair bit that's over my own head. Fucking huge. Yeah, and I ended up coming third, um, in the meet, and I was like, like that was my that's my version of being competitive is being like fuck you can't I just rocked up like still off my guts and just like smashed it like sweet you know what i mean i'm like fucking 100 percent. yeah that was like that's the limit besides that I, and I, I don't even draw that into bergen but say so, so do, going back to that man mm. like you at the age of 15 we're hitting the booze pretty hard yeah man i was like drinking pretty consistently heavy since like i started drinking at, like 12 i guess like as you do but then like 14 onwards was like a, i was I don't know, still getting, still like doing like, um, I don't know what you call it, like getting the achievements I wanted to, like I still show up to yeah. things and I'll yeah, still yeah. be motivated to surf and do things that uh, you're meant to do and like I'd still do this shit. But I was like, besides that, I was like a piss wreck, just like getting maggot all the time, like real drunk. Was that just from the friends you were hanging out with or was it family influence? Um, I don't know. It's like, a, it's, it's tricky because it's like a real good time. Like that's the thing, like, oh, cause I got a funny i got a funny idea on like what it is to be like, I would call myself alcoholic. Like I haven't drunk, it's coming up like five years. Amazing. I've been Hats off to that. That's yeah. amazing. Not for any other reason besides it's just too much of a good time for me. Yeah. I have too much of a good time. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, it's like to put the, the writing on the wall sort of with that is like, I've always been really like, keen on danger when I was a kid and drinking heavily you're not gonna when someone's like that's dangerous you're like 
fuck yeah it is let's do, do it you yeah, know what yeah. i mean like the danger's cool yeah like i'm all about shit that's cool and like that's that was my mind frame at the time um and it's just a lot of fun like it spins the chemicals in your brain good like it sure, makes you man. feel good makes you feel great well there's a reason why alcohol is one of the most addictive and enjoyable substances in the world because yeah. it gives you that altered state which you can't achieve in many other ways yeah there's that and then um because people always they they get a bit funky in and like lose the true meaning of like why they drink and then that makes it too complex to stop yeah ne- like i needed to stop like i got a bunch of duis and yep. i was like so when did that start like at, at what age the drinking or the drink driving so like you started drinking at 12 and then kind of progressed as as things yeah, do, you know yeah. I mean? Just, but then the driving you obviously got your peas at 17 yeah and then when was the first dui oh first time getting done man oh, i was like i was just before i turned 21 yeah it was like around christmas um where was it at just uh my mum got a house in newtown at that point yeah and i was just driving um it was like i got rocked up in the morning I didn't have a bed because my sister rocked up from overseas. So I was like, fuck it. I drink drive all the time. Who cares? Like yeah. I used to like black out at like Huskisson when I'd stay there and like wake up in Nuggan Car Park and like not know how I got there in my Whoa. car like, by myself. Wow, man. Yeah. And like paddle out still cut and just like that like sort of level. Like, I don't know, like you meet some people and it's like, it's, it's really hectic as you get older and you talk about that shit. Yeah. Like and but also too you're 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 young you're experienced in the world man you're growing up and mm. like just sussing things out like i can see how that those patterns occur you know what yeah I mean? and that sort of maybe ties into the whole you know saying how'd you get into like slabs and that like i just don't really give a shit yeah about like like and i don't learn from other people's bad consequences yeah i i won't even learn from my own a lot of the time it takes a few like you know pigsy from from um out recce yeah i do yeah yeah we were talking about this one time because i i don't know i'd been sober for like a couple like, a, like i don't know it was just i was like new to it i was real great yeah. to being sober and that like and uh and just for the listeners out there pigs is an absolute call cool organ wreck bay who has been known to bring wild farm animals down at the pipe and yeah. um more recently a solid hog that which he got the nickname pigsy big thing eh? yeah. yeah so he has been I think when I was talking to him, he was like, yeah, I just don't, I stay away from stuff. Like, it was, I don't know. It was just at the time. Um, I think it was a long time too. He was like, yeah, I, I just don't drink in that. And like a few good lads I've met like that that are just like, yeah, I just don't drink. Like, yeah. It doesn't bring out the best in me. And having those conversations was good. Cause, and then he, he said this thing to me that I always remember. He's like, there's people like out there that... And he, he didn't bring in like, oh, this is you and this is me because people that give advice like that can sometimes confuse you because you take it too literally. But he's like, there's people that have the path of stone and there's people that have the path of wood and one's a lot easier to carve out than the other. And that resonated with me hard. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, because I didn't even learn. I got done for drink. I got done and then, oh man, it was like, I went to court for for that. So when, when you got done the first time in Newtown, how'd you get pulled over? I just went through a red light because I was impatient. It was like three in the morning. Yeah. And I was like, I want to go. I was going to my old man who at the time lived at Concord, like still. Yep. And because my sister was in my bed, she just come home from overseas. And I was like, oh, no one's around. But there's yeah. these coppers sitting, I don't know where. But anyway, I just drove through and then they pulled us up and they're like, rah, rah, did the whole thing. And that was like pretty light. They were nice. And I, they didn't know I was really that drunk because I was drinking a lot at the time. So I seemed sober. Yeah. Um, 
breath tested me right around. They're like, I was like, what's the rating? And they're like, and you're like under, like you're like a, a bees dick under fucking high range. high range. And I was like, oh, well, whatever. Like mid range is mid range. Yeah. Just go to court. Yeah. And I was just like making jokes the whole time and they were pretty cool. Um, but then I went to court and it's so strange. I was like to my mate, I was working at World Bodyboards at the time. Oh, yeah. And um, I went in and I was talking to my mate down in the warehouse and I was like, I was still drinking at this time because I had nothing, anyway. And I said, man. You said like drinking every day? No, no, because I couldn't, I was working. So if, I, if I, I'm the sort of person, we go to lunch and he'd have a, my mate Lofi, he'd have a beer. Yeah. And I'd be like, why are you having a beer, bro? It's lunch. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, He's yeah. like, I'm enjoying one with my burger that we're having for lunch. And I'm like, but how are you going to go to work and like get pissed and work? Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to get pissed. And I was like, that doesn't work in my brain. Yeah, I know. Because if I had one, it's just like, yeah, go, go, go. Till the next day. For like, sure. Yeah. So you, you don't do things in halves, brother. Fuck no. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're all in. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so it was like, I said to him, I was like, dude, I um, go to court in a couple of days if I get criminally convicted and like if I just, because I knew I read up what the charges were, I went yeah. to represent myself and I was like, if I get this, 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 I pretty much just wanted to not be criminally convicted. For sure. And I said, if I don't, I'll do it again. And he's like, what do you mean? And I wasn't drunk. I was dead sober. I'm like, bro, I know myself. If I don't get off in some way that I feel is lenient, like if they don't give me the bit, the slightest bit of leniency, um, I will do it again. And he's like, that's so stupid. What do you mean? And I was just like, dude, I can't, like, it's just trying to explain fucking a different language to someone yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I got a treatment that wasn't that, that harsh, but... What'd they give you? Um, a month of the interlock in the car yep. and criminally convicted and um, a fine or whatever. And... So you didn't lose your license, you just had a no, month? No, I lost my license for three months. Yeah. Um, I did better than some people because at the time, my I saw my father was still alive at the time and he was disabled. And they said, oh, well, you need to drive. We just bullshitted. Like, you just need to drive Marianne yeah. for stuff. So less than the time of having like off the road. Yeah, cool. So it actually did all right. But I was just really like angry there. I guess like resentful of them giving. I was like, how dare they give, get like, you know, criminally convict me. Like, um, whatever. And um, yeah, sure as anything, I like a week later, being after being caught, I was like super drunk, like super high range. Took someone else, took someone's car, and rode it off into a fence. Fuck. And I was like, where was this at? Point two, man. I drove all the way from Maroubra to almost to Concord. Wow. And so you're off your head, and then hell. I was already disqualified. Yeah. I should. I didn't had no license. Yeah, I was so drunk, rode a car off, messed up this bloke's fence. But how'd you ride it off? Just like blacked out the wheel? No, no. Like I went to a random. I went to avoid this spot I know has a common DUI oh, checkpoint. Yeah. But yep, it was yep. four in the morning. They didn't have one anyway. Silly decisions. I I went left and I was like, I'll just do go left, go back around so I can avoid yep. possibly being an idiot because I have to be an idiot to get done twice, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know that's what was my mind <laughs> frame at the time. I. Uh, it's dead end so I go to do a U-turn can't get in reverse because it's manual and I never owned a manual I'd known a drive manual but I didn't know you have to lift up yeah. the gear shifter as a safety precaution which is ironic because that's how my car works now Yeah, but I didn't know you have to lift it up go to the right yeah. and down to reverse I didn't know for ages either man don't worry sitting there drunk as drunk as anything four in the morning on my phone googling videos like YouTubing videos how to put 
I looked, got out, looked at a Holden Cruise. How Holden Cruise? How do I put it in reverse? <laughs> Didn't help because I had no idea. I tried pushing it. Yeah. Like it was just a whole nightmare. And I just like sat back in the car and I was like, I can't not get home. Like this is just dumb. And I looked at this fence and the car that was near it, and I was looking at it. I'm going. I can make it like maybe I'll scratch maybe I'll scratch but I can make it through that and I just like revved it up dropped the clutch and boom smack like it was fucking nowhere near clearing the fence eh? like it was like there was probably like a meter and a half gap wow and I just like wrote the car off wrote the fence off because I couldn't get it in reverse yeah yeah and I feel you you were stuck and as strange as it sounds the coppers didn't know I was drunk at the time but I was drunk I was a point two and so and they didn't test you they did. Yeah, After? they did. And then the, one of the coppers came in and goes, well, what was his reading? Like, did he have a reading? And they're like, yeah, mate, it's like fucking 0.19 or something. And he's like, what? And he's like, he's dead sober by the looks of things. They're like, he must be a big drinker. Yeah. And I didn't need, the next day, it didn't come back to me when I woke up until I looked at the papers, the cop report. And I was like, oh, I was like, high range drink driving, no license. I was like, oh shit I was in Bell police station last night fuck and then it all came back to me and like the dread I've never felt that before in my life and like just like that oh it was like a it was like that feeling of guilt but then just like guilt and like also just feeling ashamed and yep having other people feel ashamed because it was on the news man my family saw it they came around had the biggest goal at me and like that was whatever, like, I, I wanted them to bash, like, my uncles didn't bash me or anything, but I'm like, I wanted them to, like, hurt, like, bash me up, so then, it, like, you know what I mean? It's Almost like, take a pound of flesh for yeah. this shit I've done. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just so stupid, like, just in the disbelief in my dad's face, he's like, it was just like, how you even, had you do this? Like, he's like, you just looked at me, and he's just like, you just, like, fucking mentally not there, right? Like, and I was like, man, I don't know what, like, this is just bizarre. Because it was just so much at once. I didn't eat for two days after that happened. Wow. And I was like super paranoid. Like I thought I was going to get done for stealing a car and shit. And it was like this massive thing. Did you get a lawyer for this one? I called up lawyers and I said like, that's funny because this one lawyer I called up, he's just like, how old are you, man? I was like, man, I just turned 21. He's like, oh, like you should go to rehab. I was like, oh yeah, because it'll look good when I go to court. He's like, no, you should go to rehab because you're like a piss wreck. Like, you told him the whole story and he goes, yeah, you, you need to go to rehab to like fix your life. He's like, forget about the repercussions going to be nothing compared to like what your life could turn into. Wow. If you don't stop drinking. And I already, I made the decision. That's a pretty solid call from the lawyer, eh? Instead of just using it as like a, you know, some sort of case that he's going to win. He's actually just said, dear man, my life advice would yeah. be just to X, Y, and Z. It was my, it was my good matey, James Marino's ice hockey coach really from when he was younger yeah okay so sorry. he was like able to show that friend Shout side, out I guess. To James Marino yeah dude yeah he's coming through a lot of bad times he's hey, a good egg. fully he's, a, he's actually one, he's one of my best mates he's a legend but yeah that was wild um, and so there was a third time no no that was I decided I was like I need to stop drinking um, didn't know how I was I was like sitting in bed I'm like, I'm like I, I, I was like I don't think I can drink like ever again because I know myself, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm like... Yeah. And that thought, I thought... I, I sat there and I go, I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life if I can't drink. That's what I... I was detoxing as well as having these, like, new thoughts of not being a pissed head. Yeah. And it ruined me, eh? And it's real sad when I think about it now. Even a few months later, once I, like, got in the groove of not drinking. 
because it was like you know like I said I was like all right well I can't fathom the idea of never drinking again so I'm going to say I'm going to do a year and then when I turn 22 and like this date rolls around have a big party gonna wake up with a bottle of Jim Beam yeah sweet gonna go back to being a piss head but like I had to set myself that year and then you know like sure as anything like six months rolled around and I was like you know for the first three months I was planning the party and then when six months came around I was like yeah I'm I'm pretty certain I can live without this shit yeah and then by the year I was like fuck it I'm running with this and now it's like there's other things that I'm seeing the benefits of for sure what are the social implications of it though man because like I feel you know when especially at your age in your 20s have you ever had moments where you felt like you've been excluded or left out because you haven't drunk nah nah but remember Cone premiere yeah so like I was so excited it's in my personality I think it's like because I talk about when, when, like, my friends, if they're ever trying to get off the piss or whatever or whatever, I go, what does it give you and what does it take away? And if the answer is what it gives you is, like, the ability to socialize, then you're going to have to do some hard yards to get yourself the sure. ability to socialize without it. And that shit's hard. Like, for me, fucking easiest thing I've ever done in my life is socialize. Like, I love it. Yeah. So, like, at Cone, when I did the prizes and shit. Yeah. I was having the best time and all these like, people coming up to me going like, fuck, how funny is your like sober, eh? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. Like my mates were like leaning over going, how fucking pissed is Adam, eh? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm just like having a hell of a good time. But like, yeah. that's the tricky thing is there was a couple of things it gave me. Mainly was like the avoid avoidance of boredom. If I was bored you just have a drink and you're not bored anymore because sure. you're drinking it's yeah. something to do that was a big one and then like I don't know like sort of going home with a girl that you're not that familiar with yeah was difficult like if I'd go on like a date or something and I'm like damn like how do I go around this because usually you know have a couple of drinks you loosen up and you're like hey let's go do something for sure silly yeah whatever you know like that was hard to get past but I got past them by like six months just exposure therapy sort of thing and like yeah but that's the only way i reckon you can do it is like you like get what it get naturally what it gave you so if it gives you some con i don't know that's the thing it's easy for me because my shit was easy to get you know like i just like stopped wanking so i was like super keen to like just like go home with anything like that was one thing i did and then like i don't know like but if you're like, oh, like I'm sad unless I have it, I'm like, well, fucking, I can't help you there. Like, I don't yeah, know, like I what know. makes you happy. But I think too, people say they're going to be sad without it. I think they will, as you just have alluded to, over six months, a year, two years, whatever, you, you learn to uh, love other things. You learn yeah, to put your time. time and energy into other things. I wrote down what I love doing. And, and I was like, I'm just going to do it to the death. And I'm still sort of doing that. Like, And bodyboarding is one of the things oh, right now. Oh, big time. Like, I wrote it on this page and I was like, what am I going to write? And like half of the page was like super specifics on bodyboarding it was like go get a wave at this place and have the sun be out and like it was super specific but it was like all around that man like that's like all i want to do and it's like well i don't know like it's like the healthiest addiction i've ever had for sure like it's super good man like i remember i paddled out like this is like a bit like uh i don't know it's a bit heavy like the story but Please tell. I was at, um, I was at, on a different way. It's like not less than that. That shit that I went through with that whole being a fucking pisshead and like the DIYs, that shit was like, I don't know, that's sort of like what I'd call like the more 
I don't know, like sexy side of like being a young alcoholic. Like, oh, look what mischief I got up to. You know, that shit's cool as fuck when you're like 16. For sure. Like, look what I did. Like that shit. Like, but then you get older and it's like, nah, it's like sad as fuck. But this shit's just genuinely like. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's sad as fuck. I'd have to correct it. I reckon that's just the the learning curves you had to have mm. to get to where you are today. Because yeah. if you didn't get done drink driving for the second time, you didn't crash that car, whatever it was, you might have continued on. And as that lawyer alluded to, bro, you might have just yeah. gone down a path you'd never return from. Yeah, like I was like, and as well, I was like, damn, like I could like potentially go to jail for this. And I was like, what a dumb way to go to jail. As yeah. well. I was like, I'm going to get locked up. Like you'd hope it's something that you like that benefited you in some way. But you know, with your story, man, it's so common that alcohol does this to people and it blows my fucking mind mm. that it is most the most readily available yeah. way to knock off a bit of stress that our society is like programmed to have, man. Like, dude, promotes, a shit promotes man, like sporting teams promote it, fucking politicians, or not politicians promote it, but oh, yeah, they, they fucking do. Like, you know, actors, um, and, and you can just go down the road, man, and it's like if you go on a Friday night and have dinner out with people and you don't have an alcoholic drink, it almost seems like you're a fucking alien at times. Yeah, It's right. getting a little bit more, like, lax these days because mm. people are realising there's other ways to, you know, even through, like, natural therapies just to knock the stress off and, and, and kind of, you know, relax with yourself. But I just find it amazing that, like, cigarettes and grog are the yeah. two go-tos in our society like vapes too that yeah, are vapes now, is yeah thing, that it? are allowed man and yeah. essentially they're probably some of the the most addictive and harmful things you can do for yourself man. yeah so you know like and what where, where i'm getting with this at is like society almost needs to look back on itself sometimes and realize the products in which it is creating through the through the people that are um are coming up through society are caused by the laws that are in place with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, big time. Like alcohol, man, is, is again, in moderation, small bits for some people, great. But I have family members that have too much to drink and they're off their, yeah, their heads, man. Do you know what I mean? And they so change. They mean in that. Oh, yeah. man, for sure, man. And I'm, 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 I'm lucky. I'm a pretty happy drunk. I've done some shit things when I'm drunk too and I'm not proud of. Mm. So, and, and then I can see like those little things seeping in in certain parts and I'm and your story you know full circle is like such a refreshing one to hear because you've 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 dropped the devil's juice brother you've yeah. dropped it away man and you're you're soaring off into the sunset a, a, a better man you're doing things that other people can't even fathom doing yeah like I'm frothing like I love drinking man like and it's sick and I'm just like I'm like annoyed I'm not someone who can do it to a level that like doesn't destroy the rest of my life and just right just in general make the rest of my life harder like um like yeah just crying like i don't know like it's like you look at someone and they're like oh what a great guy but then it's like they have a couple of drinks and they just like they can not like a few people get cool like way cooler like i love when my friends get pissed like my yeah. best friends and we're all together and like it's just fucking cool as like i love that shit that's a big reason why they were super supportive of me getting sober because i was like they're like, yeah, you're like, it doesn't exactly bring out the best in you. But yeah. then it brings out a good side in some people, for sure. Unfortunately, I'm not one of those people. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. like, do like petty theft and like fucking cheat on partners and shit, you know? Yeah, like, man. And which is super like, oh, it's just like, I don't know. It's like annoying that level because like, and it did get to a point to me where it was like, yeah, it ruined my life to a point where I had to stop. But like, I don't know. Like, You wish you could do it in moderation now. 
yeah, I'm like, I wish I was that sort of person, but I know I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And like, when but you see, know you're smart to know that, you know what I mean? You, you made the call. Dude, at 26, not many cunts are making those calls. Yeah, well, I had to make it. So yeah. I, like a li- I, was, I was like, it's a, it was a fork in the road. Life has a funny way of doing that, eh? Yeah, I was like, and it, it worked out well, for sure. It's worked out really well for me. Um, but yeah, like I said, like, I would, I'd be so like, um, I don't know. It's like, it's super good and I love drinking and that's just the problem. That's yeah. like why it's like the super, like the simple ways of explaining some shit. Dude, that story that I cut you off on before, you are saying about the, the darkest story. Oh yeah, no, it's like more, it's not about drinking. Um, no, like, but, but my, like, like my ears pricked up. I was yeah, like, yeah. Well, it's gnarly, bro. And it's like, it's, um, it's fine for me. It's just heavy when people are like sort of here and like, you're involved, like not in about, like you in, didn't even know you're involved, but basically, I went um, one day, I surfed the island. And this is what I was saying about like bodybuilding. I just like, it's all I want to do when I like wrote down the list of things. Yeah. When I was 21 and I'm like, I got to quit drinking. What do I want to do instead of it? Because I got to fill up my time with shit. For sure. And bodyboarding was just that. And it was like, I just did it every fucking day. Like I just put the hyperdrive on it, you know, like yeah. I was, I love booging before for sure. But Spin like, in, flip out. Yeah, fully. I was like, let's get it. Yeah. And I was chasing it and I've probably been, and without a license now, mind you, like I was riding a fucking electric bike around for a year and a half. Yeah. But I was still in the water every day. That's sick. Um, That's hustle. Yeah. And one of those days was I rode my bike to my mates. He picked me up. Um, he took me to Shark Island. Yeah. Surfed Island in the morning. Got a sick one. Lester called me into a sick one. Actually, he didn't really call. He just couldn't get onto it. He was like, go, go. And I was like, fuck yeah. 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 Um, had an awesome surf, hey, it was like really good. And then I got out and I was like, just had had some food and stuff. And I got like the, like to this point, like the worst phone call in my life. It was like my, my sick dad had finally, it, it had been like years and years of being ill and he passed away. Mm. And it was just like, biggest shock I've had in my life. Without a doubt. But like, it's like, not, not, it would be a lot bigger of a shock if you didn't know this was coming. But it's just like, you can't fucking prepare for that shit. Like, it was just so intense. And I went straight to my family's house and we just were just grieving like real hard. And like, it was like super like, like that feeling of like, oh, just, you know, similar to what I had when I like had to confront getting off the drink. I was yeah. just like sick in like physically. And it was like, I don't know, just like really fucking hard. And the next day, like, I couldn't eat. I couldn't do anything. And I was, like, just sitting there, just, like, just a, a wreck with my family. But then the day after that, my mum was, like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you what do you want to do today? I was, like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, the island's on. Like, could be fun. It was a big, like, east northeast swell. Yeah. So, like, I had one, literally had one day out of the water. And then, like, that was just out of pure, like, shock. I was just in shock for so long. Like, full 24 hours. And then I showed up to um the street you jump out at met hoffy for the first time yeah powdered out there saw you and it was just that it was a weird north that was really big and it wasn't like great on and it was like south winds it was it was in gnarly i got washed yeah. like across yeah. some shit and i don't and i think you um i don't know if it was that at that time i just remember seeing you there and you were pretty much one of the only people in the water yeah, yeah, I do remember. And it was like slightly on shore, man. It yeah, was like, it was like a weird day. Yeah, yeah. It was just like returning to like the only thing I want to do when someone's like, 
what do you want to do? I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm like fucking grieving, but like, damn, I'd, I'd love to be in the water right now. Mm. That'd be just amazing. And I surfed every single day after that, like for like weeks, like just every day I'd get in the water. So good. And it was like amazing, like to have like relief. Yeah. Because shit like that hits hard and then you come to terms with it and it, it, like those bad feelings fade and then if you're lucky they can turn into good feelings yeah but what really soften that those bad feelings that are like inescapable but what made it a lot better was just getting in the water every day and just like having a real thing I loved my dad taught me how to surf yeah he was taught me how to spearfish just he's just was me like I'm him reincarnated really like for sure that's how I always as I've grown up and like I don't know I just feel like oh damn he had all this advice and had all these disappointments and had all this love for, you know, eight different aspects of me. Like the ones that I was lacking in, he, I'm like, damn, he, he knew all this shit because he, like I'm him and yeah. he is like, he's already lived my life. It was just, he was born in like the sixties. Yeah. You know, and he already probably made the mistakes I made and he came full circle on them. And I don't know. It's just like super like, fulfilling for me to like live I'm like oh like damn like what every now and then I'm like and I have to be really thankful for something like we had one session down in Vico and it was like the sun was out it was an amazing day and it was just the perfect size rolling in like it was eight foot every five yeah. minutes there was an eight foot set was this just you and Brad down there me Brad um, Kip was out I think maybe Tiger was shooting yep and I mean, I got blown out of this one and it was a sick one. It was just like everything. And I was looking over and I was like, damn, this is like, this is like what, um, exactly where he would want me to be right now. Was that on your list? Yeah. No, no. I didn't like, I hadn't got the, the Vic Tickle yet. No, nope, okay. I was writing that list. I just yeah. wanted to be out of one left, but that, that's definitely my new favorite wave. New yeah. Favorite place to be. But yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, man. It's like such a, it's like such a theme like it's the the theme of my life is just like the just ocean to boog, man. Just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. so it's just I don't know it can help you through like everything like everything you do for sure like it's given me I don't know and continues to give me like everything I've ever like had that's worth having like everything else is like it doesn't even really come close you know it gives you good health yeah like on a superficial level gives you good nice brown skin (laughs) but that brown skin too man like yeah like the the features are are nice but that brown skin is like healthy vitamin d going in man you know what i mean and like we all know through what we've just come through in the last three four years that vitamin d is pretty darn important oh yeah and a lot of people are deficient in it so have you had mad covid yarns on the podcast oh about nah not really man people just needed to go in the sun a bit eh? most people i've had so many talks with people about that yeah most people want to stay away from it but i mean like for for the like you know just general health moving forward man like we're told to to really slip slop slap and and wrap up and don't get me wrong man like too much sun can be detrimental too but you got to have a certain amount of sun in your life because i really feel like you're covering up all the time like okay this is going to sound really elementary and this has got no scientific basis whatsoever too it's just me looking back in history and thinking about humans and growing up and evolving with everything else on this planet Mm. everything else requires sun like plants photosynthesize you know reptiles sun themselves for three or four hours for energy and if they Mm -hmm. don't get enough of that sun they'll go into hibernation in winter and all sort of stuff like Mm. 
everything else on this planet needs sun and we need sun too but over the last 40 50 60 70 whatever years it is we've been kind of told that we shouldn't be getting as much and now looking back on it all i kind of think to myself shouldn't be out in the sun roasting yourself for 10 12 hours a day but a healthy amount on your skin and on different parts of your body can be really really beneficial i can i can almost feel sometimes when i lay down at the beach it just like even sometimes like getting my fucking scrotum out, brother, or my yeah. dick, or my, my my perineum or whatever, and just yeah. fucking having a bake. Yeah. Even on my balcony out here, probably scared some fucking neighbours, but All like, time. dude, road. yeah, 15, 15, 20 minutes for just basking yeah. in the glory because yeah. I know over my la- over the last couple of years on this earth that the sun is our friend. Yeah. And the more we cop it in 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 moderation, like everything the healthier we're going to be. Yeah, big time, man. You know? People trip so hard, bro. Like, they're like, oh, like, oh, sun, you got to put sun cream on. I'm like, man, like, I, like, it absorbs into your skin. Yeah. What is it that's absorbing into your skin? It's a petrochemical, man. The, it's gnarly. Like It's, it's unfortunate. It's, it's like, it's not like one of those things. People are like, oh, it doesn't make me feel like bad. I'm like, well, it's just like, just think about it. And like, our bodies are great at getting rid of like waste and stuff. But it's like, why would you put more on? Like, if you need yeah. to get out of the sun, like, and it's really, really hot, like, just try and wear a surf hat. Like, I haven't worn, like, proper sun cream in a while. Like, I, I look at it as, like, a, um, it's a trade-off. So, I go, hey, damn, I can't be bothered dealing with this sunburn that I'm going to get because it hurts. Like, I, it's, it sucks and I don't want to peel if I'm out yep. for hours and hours. So, I'm going to trade off and potentially put some stuff that's potentially bad for me on my skin to avoid that I don't yeah. look at it as like the holy grail of sun cream no. like those parents that put it on all over their man, children man it's so heavy like fair enough you don't want it but you gotta look at it as like I don't wanna deal with the um, repercussions for my actions of not like shading myself enough yeah you know like getting an unhealthy amount of sun but then it's almost like take yourself out of the the harsh sun in the middle of the day or whatever it is but just get the morning and the arvo or something oh, it's you so know good, what I mean like it's huge. Dude, my Grom, like, he doesn't wear sunscreen. And we haven't worn sunscreen in years now either. Yeah. I'm not saying, as in, just go out there, as I said, and fry yourself up. But use zinc, if you can, like a natural element, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and, and realize that, like, a, a little bit of sun in certain ways is really going to, as you said, benefit your skin tanning. And you're not just doing it for the, like, bronzing, but you can almost feel, like, the sun penetrating certain parts of your body yeah. sometimes. It does. And it's got, like, a healing process yeah. to it. It's, yeah, it's And, again, no scientific backing. I'm not oh, trying to, like, make... That. There's fully like a I know, there. I know, but I, I don't have it in my head, you know. I mean, Dude, all like the stats. Well, it's say. like the you said the plants, whatever photosynthesis yep. in their cells, we go through the same process, yeah. But it's in our mitochondria of our cells, which is the thing that powers our cells, right? Like, yeah. it's parents of power source, yeah. Well, I lay there in the cell, like, I get um, say, I got tight hamstrings, right, and I might like irritate them. I mean, I've had um, instances where I've laid in the sun. And I'm like, I didn't know at the time. I was just like, I didn't, like, hadn't heard about any of the science of it. I just, like, laid in the sun all the time. Like, damn, like, my legs don't hurt at all right now. And I'm yeah. laying in the sun for 45 minutes. Like, I hate getting burnt. So I'll just get at the level that I'm like, hey, this is good. And you just have a good vibe. Yeah. Like, there's a reason. You're happier. You go to the nightclub, like, you go to the pub after a day where it's been a real nice beach day. Everyone's there. Like, yeah. If, the, if, if it's, like, a full sun like it's a full sun out day, like clubs are packed, like people are just about it. They've got like life in them. For sure, they're pumping. It's like yeah. you go to like, say you would, 
say if you went to Ibiza, for example, you mm. know what I mean, that that island, and you were just partying your little titties off. It, it, you go recover it at the beach in the day, get your hangover sorted, and then you go to the clubs at night. And Recharge. as you said, yeah, the same thing happens. You know what I mean? It's like rinse and repeat. Yeah. You get your goodness in the day, and you be naughty at night. Yeah, it's it's bad, man. When you talk about like sun cream being like not that great, like not that great of an option and how the sun's good for you and then people reject it hard oh they hate it man like like a lot yeah they just be like oh well you're gonna you see what you look like when you're older yeah and i'm like man i got like fucking kelly slater's never not been tanned i know man and he's like 52 or three yeah 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 he looks great yeah you know what i mean dude you know core boog who said this to me back when i was like early 20s when we first met Mm. And I was thought, hey, this cunt's fucking crazy. Like, mm. and this is when I, I probably didn't understand as much about the world and hadn't travelled different parts of it and, and fully got to see how other cultures lived. Um, Mut Young, just when I first met him, man, he had his first place down at Kabara with his beautiful wife Kelly, now wife. Um, Damon Miller was living out the back. Damon Miller, like a fucking a madman himself, just a wave pig, you yeah. know, like boog and surfboard. And he was living out the back in um, one of the caravans they had on site. And like, I remember Mutt saying me one time, like I I met him at Pipe and he invited me back to his house. Um, I think Hoffy came back that time. We we stayed over. I might've been Strachan, but um, he he said to me on one of the first nights, he was like, yeah, man, like I, I don't wear... I don't wear sunglasses or I don't wear sunscreen. And then I would surf with him for the, for the years to come, still surf with him now, and I see him never put it on. And I've gone that way. And and, and at the start, I thought, this cunt is fucking out of his mind, man. Like, he's in the sun for X amount of time. He's 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 looking directly into the sun. He mm. doesn't... And, man, my pterygiums in my eyes, since I've stopped wearing sun sunglasses in the last two to three years have stopped growing and I almost feel like my vision's getting better if I'm allowing enough sun into my iris and then allowing my body to then go, okay, sweet, sun's up, sun's in your eyes, you're preparing yourself to receive sunlight and vitamin D and now you are going to properly harness it as a human and take it in and use it to you know benefit your health and i thought he was crazy at the time man. Yeah. and now i thank him i'm like oh bros you were so onto it everyone's crazy at the start bro. every i know I, wear, I mean i don't wear sunnies like yeah like i only time i ever wear them is if i'm really really like light sensitive when yeah i'm real tired like if i haven't got enough sleep i'll be super light sensitive and i'm like i gotta wear them yeah but then if i go into a shop like for another reason i don't wear them like i think they look cool as fuck when people wear yeah. sunnies i'm into but it but then also i'm like oh like I get this weird like vibe. I'm like, oh, they're like a cool guy. They're wearing, they're wearing fucking. They got those. Yeah. Those designer motherfuckers. Yeah, is it a folky yeah. dude? I don't know. But, like, no, I know. They look sick. They I'm do. Like, like to me, I was like, oh, they're a cool guy because they're wearing sunnies. They don't even. They don't even need to let you know where they're looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I have this big thing. If I do wear them and I go into a shop, and then I'm like, pick out whatever, and I go to the cashier, I've got to take them off to look them in the eye. And I was like. Yep, this is what I'm getting. I'm a human being. Yeah, here's my Respect. soul. Respect. I don't know yeah. for me. It's just like, I don't know. That that's the feeling. And then I just never wear them. And my fucking eyesight's super good. Don't have any true gyms yet. Yeah. Twenty six. I don't know if that's a big one. No. Well, and you've got blue eyes, don't you? Yeah. Brother. Yeah. Like Apparently. mine. My, my mum and dad so big on it. My dad still wears sunnies this day, and that's cool. That's his choice. But when I think about it, especially around pools and especially around reflective areas sun goes in 
reflects off your eyeball or the inside of your lens of your sunglasses and reflects back into your eye. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That sun, that, that light almost bounces around inside the area between your sunglasses and your eye. And I reckon in different um, ag- uh, angles, say if I'm driving, the sun's in my driver's window and it's, and it's, and it's you know, I'm say I'm driving like down the east coast and it's, um, it's the afternoon and it's like mm. setting in the west. I'm driving south. Yeah. It's right in there. My sunglasses aren't doing shit because they're actually magnifying the beams that are coming <laughs> yeah. in and then smacking me back in the eye. Yeah. I, I, I would love to know, and I look at Mood, he hasn't got any fucking pterygiums. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think to myself, I can't prove it. And I don't have data on it, but what I've seen doing little experiments on myself, wearing them and not wearing them, I'm way better off not wearing them. And man, I'm around pools every day. I've stopped wearing them. I'm walking around fucking reflective copings, this brand new yeah. fucking um, pavers and tiles. Yeah, yeah, man, it bounces and I'm just copping it. because yeah. and, and now I'm sweet with it because my eyes are trained to receive sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got, I don't know, that's the thing, man. Like blue eyes, they say that like it cops the sun the wor- like worse. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I've always been like, fuck, dude, we weren't born with anything over our faces, like out over yep. our eyes. And like me, I've got a Middle Eastern background. Yep. So I've already got the fucking, the sunshades. You know, I've got real thick eyelashes. Yeah, you do. So yeah, yeah. Like, the, like, that's what I figure. I've got those camel fucking lenses on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is your background, Kizzy? Oh, uh, my granddad um, came in the 50s from Beirut in Lebanon. Oh, hectic. My boat. So you got beautiful family food at home? No, mum's white. Oh, okay, sweet. So it's on your dad's side? Yeah. Yeah, hectic. Yeah, but he'll cook. He'll cook. Yeah? Yeah, my, my granddad will cook. Oh, hectic. What's yeah. the what's the go-to meal? Um, Well, uh, tabbouleh. Yeah. I fucking love tabbouleh. Beautiful. And how fucking healthy is that? Yeah. That shit gets me going, dude. Dude, like, coriander, time. parsley, the way it flushes out your livers and your kidney. I love it, man. I eat Liver that shit and kidney, by sorry. the fucking bucket load, eh? Like, yeah. I love tabbouleh. Um, besides that, man, he makes... Because he, like... So he speaks... Um, Arabic was his first language. French the second. Cause yep. Yes. It's big in huge. Yeah, big in Lebanon. In Morocco, massive. Yeah, and then yeah. which I know it's in Africa. It's not the same, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. it's in Middle East. Yeah, yeah. Middle East. And then so. English was third. Um, so he makes a mean like ratatouille. So he's like sick. Make some French sort of food. Beautiful. It's real cool sort of shit, man. That's a he's good like, mix. It's it's like uh, and he doesn't. Um, dude, it's crazy life, man. I I, I thought about that shit. Uh, like to pack up at like 20, like early 20s, a country you've lived out your whole life, you like establish yourself somewhat. He was he's Muslim, yeah, he's left and he's come to Australia. Um, the reasons for being he read in a magazine that, or like the newspaper, that because of the war, you know, 1945 the war ended, so he was of age in the 50s to come over. And he that said that all the men died and it was like 13 women to one man. <laughs> so he goes, shit, yeah, I'm over there. Fuck yeah. And he just took off, didn't speak a word of the local language. Yeah. Got a job. Um, some crazy stories with that shit. But just doing that and then like, he's a wild guy. Like he's a real, he's lived a wild life. Um, when you really think about what it is at the time, like if I'm like, oh, like so many people you meet me like, oh, like I just, you know, I want to move to England or like I moved to this place and it's yeah, like another you Western flew country. There on a plane yeah, that, like, yeah, cost yeah. like half a week's wages. For sure. And you don't have to speak another language, brother. Yeah. And it's like, it's different. Like back then, he got on a boat for like months. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, like, That's exactly like Lauren's um, grandparents. Italian? Yeah, yeah. And, and pub, um, Greek. Greek. Yeah. So she's second generation Greek and Lenny's third generation. So he's a quarter Greek. She's half Greek. Mm. Um, and yeah, my wife, Lozzie's 
grandparents, man, like they came over here the same thing on the boat. We always muck around, came over here with like one shoe, like the whole Wog Boys like yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of story. Yeah, just yeah. mucking around. And but man, that's got so much cultural significance in Australia because without those those um those different cultures coming over here, man, we would not have the vibrant food we would not have the um the 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 working class middle class citizens that pretty much like you and me that keep this fucking place afloat there's so many things that they contributed to this country that just white convicts that you know started here in the in the in the the late 1800s early early 1900s man there, there was there were so many things that they brought that made Australia what it is today, especially Sydney and Melbourne. Like, yeah. holy shit, bruh. Yeah, like, where I grew up. It's funny, man, because, like, anyone who's, like, looked at a fucking photo of me or, like, met me, and, they find, they're like, and then they see my last name, they're like, where the fuck did that come from? You know? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. It's, bizarre. Like, yeah. To, I can definitely see something in you, though. Once you, yeah, when yeah. I have fucking hairy chest and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just random, bro. Like, they're not, um... They're not like, uh, when I tell like proper, like, you know, Sydney, like Lebos that I'm like Lebanese and like my granddad actually started, he was one of the founding members of like the mosque in Lakemba. Wow. Cause he's what first generation, first yeah. Muslim generation in Australia. Like he, is, is he still practicing? Yeah. Yeah. He will. Um, oh, he's, he's like 94 man. So he's like, oh, hats yeah. off to him. Yeah. All my grandparents are actually alive. Fuck. You yeah. got some good shit going on, bro. Yeah. Like you got bloodlines that have got some, some all, longevity. Like they're all mid 90s now. Yeah, quality. Yeah. I live with the other ones in Port Mac. Yeah, sick. So yeah. That, yeah, that's why you're up there. Yeah, yeah, sick. yeah. But yeah, he's like, it's funny, man, because like, it's um, it's super like, I'll just be chatting or whatever and like be like, oh, hey, you going to meet someone on a train or wherever? And you're like, they're like, oh, like, what's your whatever? Or if I just, I, I don't bring it up straight away. I just chat and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And they get an idea of what I'm like and I get, you know, it's like just like that whole thing you do and like, like it'd be a bit standoffish sometimes. Of course, because they and might be looking at you going, is he just this like Caucasian surfy yeah. dude and I'm, you know, of Middle Eastern background. What do we have in common? Yeah, is there yeah. going to be a divide here? Yeah, yeah. and then like I'm just like, and also I'm a fucking meme of what it is to be a surfer. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Blonde, yeah. blonde hair, yeah, like tan. But then I'm like, yeah, like, they'll read my last name or some shit and I'm like, yeah, I'm actually Lebanese. Like I'm fucking fully like Lebanese, dude. Yeah, like it's... And then strong roots, and then do you see their like face change? No, nah, dude. Not, like, they don't get. They get like what, and then they get. They don't get friendlier. Like it's odd. Really? Man. It's odd, bro. They don't like because it's like it's like oh, like you're one of us, but then like why the fuck don't you like carry on like one of us? Wow. You know? I'm like oh well, fucking dude. My granddad came over here, got a yeah. Australian. You shouldn't even have to explain it, but wife. you just yeah, you, you can do. be any type of something. You don't yeah. have to fit the archetype. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you don't have to be. Oh, Whatever. dude, and there, there is an archetype. We were talking about Wogboy before. That's yeah. a fucking archetype yeah. that almost everyone in Australia at the time thought was an Italian and Greek family. Yeah, but it's, like, weird, man. And then it's also strange because, like, I'm like, damn, I wish I had that whole thing of, like, oh, damn, you're, you're like, middle, like, Lebanese. Like, cool, you're a brother. Like, sweet, you know? Whereas, like, you go, like, aunt, like most other cultures, like, even if you're a little bit, like, oh, sweet, you're, like... You're in, you know. Like, I know. We got it. We we share a bond now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's not really like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is is that because like you know again this is me probably not knowing the, the history as well but is there a lot of in house fighting within like Lebanon and like. Oh, with Christians and Muslims? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, like uh, religious divides are everywhere, mm. but it seems that for sure has been brought up to me beforehand, especially about, like, yeah, the different type of Muslims you can, like, run into. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. There's, like, 
I would, I don't know, I don't know, I can't really speak to it that hard, but uh, if someone's staunching it, they'll ask you. For yeah. Sure. They'll ask me what my fucking granddad was. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Was he, but if that's if they're staunch. Yeah. But, like, fuck, man, like, people didn't, I don't think people came to a country that doesn't carry on with religion to carry on and be religious. I know. In a way that's gonna actually just ruin your life. Like, we're gonna know. be a bitch to people. Like, you come to Australia, if you wanna call it, whatever percentage isn't religious and then is the yeah. second one I'm sure is Christianity so. but that's around everywhere in the world it's like, almost you're like you're not going to move there and be a staunch yeah so and it's religion so divides people like that all yeah. the time it's like you, you can practice what you preach but then if you go and try and put upon other people and expect them to do the same in different scenarios that's just too far gone and and, and, and it is you know what I mean because yeah. like you can have a set of beliefs but then with that other person you must respect their set of beliefs and and how they're trying to run their life you know it's it's a it's so fucking difficult it's a lot easier to stay out of it fucking oath politics is horrendous let's change the subject so no no it's cool like but that's my opinion on it purely is like the best times i've ever had with it is not having you know like the only way to win the game is to not play yeah that's what i say with a there's a lot of shit that that rule goes for you know like bullshit all like most stuff that you can like learn everything about and at the end you go oh it's bullshit yeah you could have just drawn a straight line to that point and just gone let's not even bother with it yeah for sure because it's bullshit yeah like, yeah it's just it's people that want to like wank off how smart they are in a debate where it's like <laughs> you know what i mean like i got this yeah. point and look at how i'm going to yeah. convey it and it's i like, know i know nah, that, i just don't yeah mental um mental mathematics does your fucking head in over, yeah. over a period of time and eh? it doesn't solve unless it's aimed at solving a problem nah, it's just talking and it's just waffling and it's just trying to inflate someone's self-worth and ego when they're up on that stage trying to do that yeah. exact thing it's Dude, crazy I'm, I'm big on it with like um fuck we were talking about that shit when we were when me and uh elliot we uh elliot williams yeah we we're on the trip shout out elliot riptide yeah. elliot williams Legend. head of riptide with elliot butler <laughs> yeah. He, um, he's like, nah, dude, like, I've, like, I don't know, like, people get so divided over religion. I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but, like, it does a lot of good. I'm not a religious person myself. I don't yeah. have that belief, but I'm like, dude, like, it can give you a lot. Like, of course it can. Man. It gives you a moral stepladder to, to, yeah. to, 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 to climb up and down and to know when to pull out that card to, to, to know what decision to make. It, yeah. it helps so many people. Dude, it's like, um, it was... The reason that was so big and so whatever trendy to be an atheist, like in the 90s, 2000s, 2010s maybe, you know, like around that. And now it's like, I've noticed there's a lot less like coolness in atheism. Like it's because like, yeah, we had a run with that, but that's because people had the, they still had the morals. And now with social media and that shit, man, the moral decline of society is Fuck, bro! Only fans. It's oh my god, and people are oh. like, oh, well, they're already making money. I'm oh. like, dude, like you're selling your soul. And, oh, like, it's cooked, and man. And people like have brainwashed to think it's sweet, and then that's why I think like religion does still have such a, I like, have such a respect for it because if that's what it takes, if it takes whatever of your form of religion, whatever whatever it is that it takes for you to realize that that shit is really bad for your soul, like. I'm all for yeah. whatever makes you realize that. And, and dude, religion's a great way in a time that there's morals are just going like plummeting. And exactly like what you were saying about your dad, how he's come full circle and you've made the mistake, the same mistakes he did and you know he might have rectified them in different ways or everyone's got their own path. That happens with people with religion because it is a moral framework. I've used this a couple of times in this podcast, but like you're using, say, like the 12 commandments, that shall not steal, mm. shall not, you know, talk poorly about your neighbor or all this sort of shit 
that you know most of us break each day but like yeah. you, you keep coming back to that moral framework knowing that you, you're getting that little bit of guilt and that little like you know yeah. twing in the back Check. of your head yeah going yeah. like no 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 you shouldn't be doing that you you've 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 done it that's all good just don't keep doing it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and then and then that really leads people into a path of righteousness and and you know it sounds like we're at a fucking sunday sermon at Dude, the moment, it's, but it's it's, it's legit. not it's not even like oh it's just like so much importance like when you're declining like that like yeah. i don't know i mean like it's just like the so i so many people find god or you know um you know buddhism or, the, or they or they find like you know christianity or yeah, like, like high power shit yeah do you, you know what i mean yeah. like just something they can look at like even scientology like the, the, there's like it's an ideology that you are putting your life towards because you think it's going to have the the pathway for you it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's going to help you get through because yeah. man we're navigating some crazy shit at all times oh dude right now man yeah it's psycho yeah, it's shit. psycho like, like there's so much divisiveness in the world and a lot of people want to continually argue um, their own points of view and narratives all the time and I think it's more so just understanding that there are different ways of thinking and there are a million ways to skin a cat yeah and we just need to accept that yeah it's not one way yeah it's like, yeah, you, you know, as you get older, I feel like it's, like I said, it's cool as fuck when you're 16 to do the wrong thing, right? Yeah. Like, in like, no matter how, like, there's always, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I, if the shit I did when I was, like, young, I'm like, yeah, it was cool as fuck at the time. Yeah. And, but then, like, you get older and you're like, oh, damn, like, if I, I ran into these issues because of my actions and my actions were misguided because you know, I didn't follow whatever, but like, yeah, you got it. Like for sure for me, I had to make him path of stone. Like I had to make, had to carve out the path of stone. Yeah. But like the, I don't know, like a loose version of religion, if I felt that way and did follow it and practice it, it would have kept me away from that shit. Yeah. And like, whatever, you know, like, but I, now that I've been through that and I like saw how much it sucked that I did that. I'm like, Oh, I see its importance now. Yeah. And it, like it's quite cool. respect people that um, believe in it for sure. sure yeah, I wish I did myself. Like I wish I was more strongly into it myself. But yeah, like, but I'm, now you are too, and you're at a very young period of your life, man. Think about your grandparents; they're at like almost a hundred. You, yeah, you, you really for fucking three years, man. And I'm like, damn, this is life. Eh? Yeah, and you, you you essentially say if you're just going to use that metric, you're at your quarter of your life, and you've already worked that out. So you've got another three quarters to go. Yeah, and who knows what's going to happen in the future with you know science and health technology and how it's all going to go. You could be living to like 150. Yeah, people say that. I had a, I thought about that. I reckon like I reckon then this generation that's dying now could potentially also be the oldest generation because they didn't grow up with all rubbish gmo foods and shit you don't know yeah. what that stuff's gonna do they didn't come up with vapes like sure everyone was smoking but like you know people quit oh, bro. <laughs> like, and like i'm telling you man cigarettes are a lot better than vapes yeah a I lot mean, better than yeah. vapes you can suck on that vape and how many hits all you get out or whatever yeah. all day bro just do 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 you know you roll a ciggy or you smoke a, a ciggy out of a packet you know how much nicotine you're getting and yeah. if you see yourself go through a pack a day you're like fuck Shame. bro i just yeah. went through a pack a day like, yeah and the vapes dude like you used to have I've got this whole thing as well, like the vapes. Um, so like what's, more, like, what's more addictive? And I'm like, definitely vapes. Why? Because they taste nice and well, they don't feel like you're smoking. As, as well, dude, like, like well, you put fucking 50 monkeys in a room smoking vapes and then you put 50 monkeys in a room smoking cigarettes. Like, 
the monkeys smoking cigarettes just look way cooler, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? If you're going to do an experiment on the addictiveness, you're pretty much going to just go like, well, that's not that's not really right with the monkeys. But like, if you're smoking a cigarette, there's a there's a part of it that looks cool. 100%. You know it's what like I mean? And whether joy. or not the health of the of an experiment, you're like, whatever. Yeah. But you know that vapes are worse because vapes look lame as fuck, but Steve, people smoke them harder. Yeah, for sure. Cigarettes actually look sort of cool to smoke. Like, someone can look sort of... Like, and the edgy. socially... Um, the social ease of it, man. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. You can vape anywhere, you man. Bad. You don't smell it. You just yeah. do us, do us. Oh, yeah. So this puff into the air. You can... smells like cherry cherry pie, whatever it is, or like blueberry or yeah. ice crush. What You know what I mean? But, yeah. But, dude, speaking about the um, path that you've been carving out, mm. what's the... And you spent a lot of time at the island. We've just got... The Island Challenge coming up, oh, you know, yeah. in uh, the May, uh, so 23rd of May, it starts the waiting period all yep. the way to the 30th of June. We can extend to the middle of July if we do get a swell. Mm. Um, how badly do you want to be in that comp? Oh, big time, man. I'd have a fucking real good crack out there for sure. Yeah. Super keen. Has it been something you've wanted to do for, for a while? Like, has it been on the bucket list? Oh, it wasn't even really on the radar, man, because, like, I was just like, oh, that's like, uh, I wouldn't be in that. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not from here. And like, who knows who else is on the list? Yeah. But then I think it's gotten to the point where the list is like, oh, well, like you might be on this list. Well, you're definitely uh, on, on, on the reserves, I'd say for yeah. sure. I mean, if I surfed the Island Challenge, I'd be stoked. Yeah. Like, and I'd like to the point where like, I'd be like trying to fucking really like put a bit of a mark on like, oh, I did well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sick, man. And yeah. that, that would tie into with the work you're doing with Adrian Emerton for the Common Thread film. Yeah, dude, yeah. Well, we've been... Um, oh, that'd be great, yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure we'll be doing some filming for that. But yeah, comment. 100%. Great. Well, the um, reel we just released tonight for the Shark Island Challenge online trials, um, mm. three best waves, um, video submission can be anywhere, um, like, lengthwise, but you also pay $99 and get a Riptide Premium subscription with it. You know, he made that clip, man, and he is um, oh. a big part of the Island Challenge moving forward. He'll be definitely a lot of filming on the day. So, um, yeah, with the yeah. Common Thread film, like, that would be but such a tear. footage of me, I think. He's yeah. one sick clip, actually. I have to put that in. Yeah. That'd be good as well. That whole thing with a year on Riptide. Yeah. Premium. That's good. I won't yeah, have to so- use Strachan's login. I know. You can share them around. But, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right, man. $99. You can two birds with one stone. You yeah. get a year subscription. So, with all the cinema, all the different articles are coming out, all Sick. the different inside goss. And then you get a chance to get in the, the Island Challenge. Like, yeah. it's... Fuck, man, I... No, I don't know bucks, man. When, when I think about it too, like there's a lot of things you pay a lot more for than mm. like 99 fucking dollars. Dude, I'm paying, yeah. I'm, I want to be in the challenge for sure. I'll be throwing down 99 bucks. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No worries, yeah. I think you're about to ask, ask Adrian if you can use the clips. Yeah, fully. Well, he's definitely got one. I don't know. I might have to hit up a session soon. Yeah. Find some waves to do some tricks on. Well, you've like, got 80 days from this pretty much. Done, yeah. 80 days, that's enough. Yeah. It's about yeah. two and a half months. Little, yeah. little, little, just, or maybe like two months and three weeks. Definitely got that barrel vid. He's got a video of me getting barreled out. That was crazy. Have you seen that video? No, nah, which one? He's got, he put up like a screenshot, a uh, framing of it. Where was it at? The comments, uh, down Vic. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. no, I have. I have, bro. Psycho. Yeah, that was a sick one. That whole scene. That like 12 foot. That easy. was weird how it held. Yeah. But that was a fucking, that was nuts because he... Um, we sh- oh, I was there I was down there like I love that wave um, like that's mainly where all my like noteworthy boogan shit has gone on in the past mm. year or so but 
I was down there, my like one of my best mates, Dylan Paul, we grew up burgering together around Maruba Reefs and all that lives in Botany. He lived in Botany. Sick. So we're in Canada now, but he um, hadn't burgered in two years. He was living in Byron, so he was longboarding, right? Just like fully, just log, just logboard, yeah. just doing that whole thing, like loving it, just pretty good at it, but yeah. his roots are burgering, like he he's, has a go, like he really has a go. And... um. He hadn't booted in like two years, man. And he was in Vic and I was like, bro, I'm, I'm in Vic for like a swell. Like, mm. let's link up. And we, we fucking linked up. We showed up. First day, it was like big. Yeah, we surfed three times that day. And the first time we paddled out, he didn't get anything. And he was kicking himself. The second time we went out, I literally paddled out and got that hog. There was just that weird south massive one. Yeah was frothing on that but I was like whatever let's keep getting waves and then he was frustrating me and he's going bro like I, I just because that, that waves it's a step above and then you can really surf like throwing yourself into that if you've not done it before oh it's man like, it's one of the most intense things that you can do on a bodyboard I reckon yeah and it's by three four foot the biggest wave he'd probably ever been in it was like ten foot yeah and he oh, but, but, you know he surfed probably eight foot waves but he's it's just psycho and he's out there yeah but anyone who surfed this particular spot um, doesn't realise what the wave actually does and how it feels and mm. where, where you are you're isolated comes from such deep water and just the reef itself is so unpredictable you never get the same wave out there yeah it, just like paddling down it like I know how to paddle into fucking slabs and so does he but he didn't have the experience at the wave because I knew which ones to go. Did he go too shallow? No, he was enough? just sweet, man. He just was. He was kicking himself, and he's going, "Man, I'm, I'm like, I just can't get into him." And I was like, "Bro, that last one you didn't get into was sick." Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, next time you're on one, I'm like, Tig says it too. Tig put up pulled up footage one time. He's like, what's the problem there?'" And I was like, <laughs> "His chin's not on his board because you have you should have your yeah, chin on your board, yeah, yeah, yeah. dragging deep like until you're about to airdrop if you got or like go vertical and then yeah. then you grab on and I told him that shit I was like bro just G up I'm like you're the, like Dylan he's the fucking man I was like bro you, you're you're a fucking like you have the capability and the skill yeah and I'm like just just go for it and I gassed him up so hard I got a wave and then I'm coming back out and he's paddling this wave and because I wasn't out there with him because I just got one he didn't have me in his ear going, don't fucking go, bro, because he was in the middle of the reef oh. where it steps up like a full L. Yeah. It's and not, it just like goes square. You pretty much can't paddle it. Can't paddle. Well, he did. Mm. He paddled and just went top to bottom on an eight-footer. Yeah. And he just like got so like airdropped. Yeah. Yeah. Like locked through his board midair and just went boom. And oh. he ended up sweet. Like, he didn't get hurt, but he was like, I was like, damn, that was, that was psycho. Did he get washed in the lagoon? No, no, not bad. No, he just got pushed... You know, he got oh, pushed good. by a south one. Yeah, see. And he was sweet, but and then he the next we went back to Port Campbell and like I don't know, we like reviewing the footage and the beers made an appearance and the fucking yeah. mushies made an appearance. Nice. And like I obviously I was like hey, I'm just like fucking not doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, just because I don't do that anymore. But like enjoying the vibe. I was like everyone's frothing and I'm frothing. But then it got to like ten o'clock and I'm like let's go. It's gonna be cooking tomorrow. And yeah. like AJ um. So I fucking, his name's escaped me. Julian, the French dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ, Julian, Brad, me, some other some other people were booging. Um, and there was a couple of people were filming. And I was like, it's going to be cooking tomorrow. Like, it's going more west. Yeah. Um, so I took off at 10, and which I thought was late. But they ended up, like, bendering. And mm. they were like, we're coming. But they didn't come because they were just like, it is what it is. We surfed all day. Yeah. 
and then the next day was firing like as far as i'm concerned it was sick but i was so drained and dylan had a mushy so he didn't sleep but he's a legend so we paddled out anyway it was me him and brad and um yeah i filmed it on my handy cam like, I, put, I put up this like um still shot handy cam shit like i just leave the handy cam running yeah because i've surfed that way like alone a few times so i've just had to leave it running and i put it on my youtube just like sessions sessions and shit and like he got a bunch man i was like he did this one bottom turn in front of me i'm like bro that's as good as anyone anywhere around the world wow. and you haven't boogs in two years and yeah. i'm like a little bit of a fire under him sick so is he still bodyboarding yeah, yeah well we did a america trip last year he lives in canada so he met me at the border because i don't i just went to usa yeah um was in la uh, area for a bit surfed the wedge sick how was that fun but crowded yeah this one dude Mika gave me a, he see he's he, in the water he's like he's like you australian i was like yeah yeah bro and he's like because i'm good with faces and i watch cone and i was like yeah dude no way and being a lad and we chatting for ages and i was like dude i actually need a lift to huntington and like i fucking like got a lift here and i need a, i'm gonna like, it's a four yeah. hour walk back yeah. he gave me a lift like dude like half an hour what a legend yeah six so shout out to Mika. But, yeah, uh, yeah. shout out. Yeah, dude, and that was sick. The wedge is sick, but like the crowd's super intense. Like a lot of people. Was Craig or Tanner out there? Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I'm not really one for like competing with a crowd and shit. I'm just like, ah, for sure. You know, like have it. I'd rather sit and watch. Yeah. And like do it because I get big pits and big by myself. So like, why sweat that? Yeah. But you know, it's cool to be there. And then I went, flew up all the way to Washington, mm-hmm. um, to Seattle. Yeah. He picked me up in his van. We did a road trip. Um, hit the Yeti on the way in like Oregon. Hectic. Chris, Chris James hooked, hooked up the location. He's like, because he surfed it 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, trip. yeah. Man, and we showed up and it was like, we couldn't even see it, bro. Like we were, I knew where the pin was. I'm looking at my phone. I'm looking at a sea and there's like all this mist. And it's like, you know, eight in the morning, the sun's been up. Yeah. There's just mist. You can't see a thing. And I'm going, is this summer, winter? It's uh, end of summer so we got the first winter swell which was sick because the water was Warm-ish. what they call warm which was fucking 8 degrees Celsius yeah, 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 <laughs> which yeah. is the coldest water I've ever been in so what were you in like 4-5 some dude randomly gave me a 6-4 I didn't wow. even know 6-4s existed wow I got one for free so I was like cheering that's amazing shout out to him he's a sick yeah really generous people in America yeah and they find out you're Aussie as well and you're travelling I think also too the reputation of bodyboarders being from Australia around the world like there was that generation that you know pretty much stole the world stage there for a bit yeah for for a brief 10 years yeah well i mean i would say even longer yeah 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 i would say tw- like 20 years strong and then it's really gone to the south american european flavor at the moment fully yeah you like you hate you you hate to love it bro you hate to admit how good they are and when i was younger i was like damn and then you just like they show up eventually to Oz. Oh man! And Look you're at like, oh, they're like a cut above. They actually give a fuck about style now. Well, style, yeah, they're getting better with style, but they're just like they just go big, man, and they're yeah. like willing to hurt their bodies, bro. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Maybe the reason that the older generation, the Kingy, or even Strachan, bro, that maybe for the same reason that that Aussie period were willing to hurt themselves. Yeah. Well, I think there was it's, a lot of in-house competition. There was that, and there was money. There was yeah. financial incentive. For like, sure. don't get me wrong, bro. Like. I love doing tricks, but like I don't love doing big airs because they fucking hurt. And yeah, what okay. am I getting out of it, really? Like it'd be cool to do one and land sweet, yeah, and, you know whatever. But yeah, I reckon the I feeling gonna, of like flying ten foot in the air. Yeah, I talk to Strachan about this. He loves it. Yeah, he's like, I love that. that That's exactly. I'm like, dude, like I'll get a pit. Um, yeah, with, I'll get a pit with no photographers and risk my life in a barrel. 
not even doesn't even cross my mind but I'm not going to hit like a four foot wedge uh, down at Borley like it's just horses and courses man and maybe break my ribs if there's no one taking videos or yeah. photos yeah 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 for yeah. me personally like I like to, you know I'm not going to push myself in a way that's going to hurt but then me. think about skateboarders and doing tricks well like that's why I stopped skating dude like, the thing about like, Tristan Roberts and all he wants to do is just hit airs that's the he thing he avoids man. barrels he avoids barrels on his podcast he yeah. told me yeah. he avoids barrels for the ball yeah well that's the thing man it's like I think what is your motive like I like if I want to do an air like I want to be stylish as fuck yeah that's big thing for me not necessarily go real high because I'm real worried about like, I just don't want to get hurt bro like I experienced my first injury of my life like 8 months ago bro in Vic the fucking wave I love the most yeah I was there when this um, I don't think I put it on my YouTube yet but it's like a hell clip we went down surfed it um I was like in a real bad headspace at the time, like having a breakup and I was just like, man, I want to die. Yeah. And sure as anything, like I fucking had the worst injury of my life, tore my MCL and meniscus oh. on the island, um, getting rolled over it like yeah. crazy and like could have could have been a lot worse. But yeah, like didn't even know I did it because I completely, I had grade two or three tore it. Yeah. Walked back up the cliff. Had so much adrenaline running through your body. Yeah. And it's just, you rip the nerves. Yeah. So you don't realize you've torn yeah. it. Because I didn't know really. Did you buckle when you were walking? No, not quite. I was like, just careful with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like, man, the next day I couldn't walk. Yeah. And I'm at Port Campbell and I got this like lunar's tat on my leg because I went to some dude's fucking place after the pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I've got a tattoo gun. And he's like, <laughs> what ink do you want? I'm like, bro, just green. He's like, we've got brown or yellow. And yeah. I'm like, dude, fucking what kind of choice is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, those are like a black or green. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he's he like, went brown? Oh yeah, dude, you can't even think you can see, see yellow. Though, I was dude. thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, give me brown. So I got a brown lunar's tat, and I was, I was like, I'll be out of the water for like weeks with this knee injury. But like everyone left except me and my mate Connor, Connor Martin, bro. We grew up together. Oh yeah. He had to drive my car because it's manual. My yeah. Didn't work, and we, I was like, dude, like fucking lunars is looking like oh, it's gonna it's gonna be like the best it could be. Everyone who knows is knows what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, true. It's it's gonna be, like it's a west and it's ten foot and it's yeah. just everything. I was like, dude, I love this fucking way. And we we showed up, and it was there was no one there, and it was the heaviest and like biggest I've ever seen it holding, and it was just like death and I was like like I'm like I can't walk um could you paddle but I said to him I was like dude like I had tape and I was in my head I'm like I don't want my knee to explode like fully Hmm. um so I taped it up like as as tight as I could tape it like I used a whole roll of tape and I completely immobilized my knee so it was completely straight like it may as well have been in a cast because I'm like Yeah, yeah, yeah even if something yanks at it it can't yeah overextend and then because that's what i had a fear of i knew i'd torn it but i hadn't exploded my knee and For i sure. was like and you just want to get some good waves yeah and dude, it took me like an hour to walk down because it's yeah. yeah it's a 15 minute walk oh, but my i was goodness. like it's full stiff leg 15 minutes down probably like half an hour back up yeah so i was like i was walking with like a full like a straight fucking fucking leg like my leg like, i couldn't bend my knee and i'm walking like an idiot we got down there, I realized I couldn't put my wetsuit on because I had a straight leg. Fuck, you know? yeah. So I'm naked, like, on oh, it's cold as. Yeah. Got this fucking 5'4", and like, Connor, because we're like being mates for so long. 
he's like sweet dude he's like i'll put it on for you don't worry bro and like he hooked me up he like fucking yeah. picks me up put the wedding on for me i'm like you're amazing that, hey, you know you're a mate you know what yeah I mean? of like, course yeah 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 like and yeah just look super gay as shit he's probably ever done in his life but, like, it would have been on the youtube down there yeah dude well let's hope you know yeah. what i mean like yeah, yeah. sweet but he, he put it on for me we paddled out and sure as anything it was the heaviest i've ever seen that wave in my life and we were paddling and i was physically paddling my arms like because one leg wasn't really doing Working, it. Working, yeah. And then I got one, and it was like probably the craziest thing I've got out there. And I'm in it, I'm going down, I'm like pinning it because the wind was like straight north, so it was blowing into the barrel, yeah. and it was blowing this weird wedge. It was like super gnarly. And um, bro, I get down the bottom, and I'm just like, I dropped twice on the chops, and I'm like, this thing's going like crazy on me. Don't come off, I'll die. I'll pop it, I was like, I'll die. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, but also get barreled. And I like chuck my legs in to like leg stall. Yeah. But it was my inside leg. And I'm like, oh, my knee almost just fucking like exploded. Yeah. And I didn't end up getting as barreled as I liked. But like I got the like the video from the handy cam on the rocks. And bro, I was like, shit, that was a crazy fucking way. You got to put that up on socials. I mean, not so, it's just up on YouTube. Well, it's on private because we might be dropping like a little like handy cams movie. Sick. Man, my mate. Um, so I was like, oh, I'll just save it because I'm sure it'd be mad if I like wasted it on just like a clip. Do you know how ironic it is you sitting here in front of me telling me that you don't want to get hurt on hitting a four foot air, but then yeah, you're happy to then paddle out into slabs that could take your life? With one knee. Yeah. Yeah, but like I'm about it. Like that's the shit. I'm about that yeah, shit. Yeah, no, yeah, no. And, and that's probably my point before of like bizarre, where people are just have their thing. Horses for courses, man. Yeah. Airs, barrels, some like, both. Like I like, I sound like whatever. Like people will like, oh, like, No, I'm no, like, not at all. It, if I die that wave, everyone's got to know like this is my like, I'm declaring it like I'm happy to die that wave. It's so <laughs> fucking sick. Like, it is a crazy wave. Yeah, man. but that, that, speaking of that, dude, how crazy is, um, man, like it would have been like a few months, be- like two months before that swell. Um, I booked an early flight home from Indo, um, because I saw this swell pop up, and I'm like, man, I'm sick of the heat. Yeah, like, get me down where it's cold, and like, I'm just like, I want to just want to get out of there. For sure. Flew down there, surfed one day solo. Uh, early morning, like as, a, and I got real messed up like not like hurt hurt but like split my weddies split my skin on my shoulder like i was lucky i didn't get hurt hurt yeah but it was rattling and there's a video i put, I think I put that up but then the next day dude like I, sorry i met this guy after that and he was doing the great ocean walk yeah and he's like man I, like my shoes they're just like whatever like they're gone missing or something like i don't know he's like dude you have do you happen to have any spare shoes i need to complete this walk i'll get your number i'll give them back to you after right and i'm like Dude, that's strange, but so is me sitting here in the middle of nowhere by yeah, myself yeah. trying to get barreled. Like, I'm, like, yeah, I'm a fucking... I'm in December. I'm like, oh, so yeah, he was dude. on the beach? He was walking through, yeah. Oh, walking up... Yeah, I know the part yeah. you're talking about. And yeah, I go, yeah, dude, yeah. I only got one pair of shoes, but I don't fucking need them. I'm staying in my car. Like, yeah. I'm going to have a fire and chill. Like, you take my shoes, bro. Finish, yeah. your, finish your walk. That's awesome. He took him, got his number, whatever. I went out the next morning, um, surfed till like 11 or so, like 10 or something. Um, got some sick ones. It was like a lot cleaner. And I jumped on the uh, phone to get my shoes off him. And he's like, yeah, sweet. He dropped them off, gave me 50 bucks, like full legend. Um, and then he messages me this article and he, it's like a ABC article. And it's just like, oh, this guy is missing. He's been found. I was like, read it. Like, I didn't really read it. I was just like, you know, like brief read. And he, the next message was, I wonder if this guy was bobbing out there while you were there. And I was tripping. I'm like, what is, 
like oh, I'm gonna have to read this article like what the fuck so this what had happened is like a week before this guy group of guys went spearfish uh, spearfishing or abalone diving or something yep. near there and two of them just got like went missing and um, or like one of them or like what, I don't know something like and one of them ended up washing up an hour after I'd gotten out of the water there. Fuck. On the beach that you get changed at. And Dead no obviously. one was around. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. And like, thank, like, thank God I didn't have to Seek deal out. with that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to deal with like, cause I, you know, like out of whatever, you have to bring that fucking body in. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to leave someone's relative. I know. You know, yeah. but then it would have been all bloated and like, it was oh, just very man. like, even thinking about it, it was very graphic to think about. Do have any bites in it or is it just dead? No, that's why I don't give a fuck about sharks down there because yeah. I figure if he can float around... Oh, that, he should have been done. That, yeah, that's why I think that that's not a sharky place. But yeah, um, yeah it's crazy that, that that happened while I was there and I just come back from Bali, like, I was like straight there and then I'm out there by myself and an hour after I leave, this dead guy washes up and I feel yeah. bad about through this guy and then I get, I get to my sister's, where my sister lives in Newtown and we're just like, oh yeah, like catching up with our barley and shit. And I was like, oh, you're not going to believe it. Like, you know, how I took off straight to Vic. Um, this dead body like washed up uh, just after I left. And so how far is Sydney from there? Like 12 hours. And she goes, oh, like, is he like, was he Vietnamese? And I was like, yeah, yeah, the last name looked like Viet- real Vietnamese, eh? And she's like, yeah, that's like, it's her best mate's cousin. Wow, how's the connection? Super bizarre. That is bizarre, man. And it fucking gave me the heebie-jeebies, dude, like big time. Yeah. Was like it, there'd been a, like a couple other instances of like deaths around. Yeah. And I was. It's like, a pretty treacherous coastline, though. To be abalone diving, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of currents. There's a lot of change in the weather down there. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm. Dude, going back to, before we finish this thing, going back to the Yeti, man. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, so like you, you got there, the, the mist was there. Did you end up paddling out? Yeah, bro. So like, uh, we had one boog. We went to I think it's sea, I think it's seaside surf shop. A couple of like an hour, a few a couple of towns away. Yeah. We went there and we told them what we were up to. I'm like, dude, I got flippers, but I didn't bring my boog over because I had a bad knee. But yeah. like, I'm fucking not gonna miss out on a, nothing like a bad knee to make me miss out on a good show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we went searching for a boog, and they had this old moray. Do we say that the right way? Is it moray? Anyway, oh, we say Moray, but it's like you're not like Tom Moray. Yeah, Moray, yeah. Tom Moray, so Moray, yeah. You anyway, almost drag out the, the, the ray. Fucking typical Aussie day, just butchering <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. But they had one and it was like X rental, so it was like hell flexed in. Yeah. It was per eight degree water, like nothing Perfect. better. Yeah, yeah. And we, we had one boog, um, one flippers, whatever, and we were like, couldn't see the wave. I'm looking on the pin. I'm like, it should be here. I'm looking at fucking tourists. I'm like, where's the... Flow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've never been there before. Like, yeah, it was yeah. crazy. And it was big too. Like yeah. The beach was closing out. And then I, we eventually got eyes on it because the, the sea mist lifted. Yeah. Which is a huge thing there because it's so cold, I think. It's like the, sure. the woods in the background. And uh, yeah, it was like... It, it rose and like the wind was supposed to go on shore and it didn't just because I guess it's so cold or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was 10 and I was like, dude, the sun's out. I'm like, we can, we got eyes on it. We finally got eyes on this wave. Yeah. And my, Dylan, like my best mate, he's going, dude, I can't. He's got a mid-length and he's like, I can't duck dive the 7-0 through like eight foot beachy to get there. Yeah. Like, to watch you and then because we're going to watch and swap. Yeah. He's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, I'm not going out there by myself, bro. It's great white highway. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. brown water. Everything about it was just wrong for me to do by myself. Yeah. The wave was gnarly. And um, 
I looked on maps. There's like this weird little private beach on someone's private property, which is like a big deal over there. Yeah, um, yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Like, let's do it. Like, let's let's try and like... Get into that beach. Yeah, I was like, we're here, bro. Like, fuck. Like, we drove his van on this person's private property in like... It's in like a... Was anyone home? Area. Yeah, man. These, these work, construction workers. So they were cool as fuck. Then the owner or something rocked up. She was not happy we were there, eh? And then I just go, oh, like, I'm sorry we, like, took this road. Like, we're just trying to surf this wave that's just there. And, like, we can't really access it from anywhere. So I thought I'd just check this road. But, yeah, you know, like, um, we've come from Australia, obviously. And, like, but I was like, if you want us to leave, that's that's fine. And, like, but, like, yeah. And small talk for a bit. And for that. sure. And she was sweet by the end. And she, she just goes... She goes, you know what? You guys came all the way here to surf. We didn't come all the way to surf that. Yeah, but you, of course. We laid it on a bit. 100%. You've got to do it in surf situations. Yeah, yeah. She goes, you came all the way from Australia. You guys can leave. I tell you what, leave your van here. You guys can go surf. And we're like, yeah. We just cheated up. We got so excited. Yeah, yeah. And she was frothing that we were excited, actually. And then, yeah, we powdered out. And that wave is like, means business. Hey, that's yeah. like not a wave that's like I, I can only compare it to like the middle bit of that wave in Vic like it just goes L wow it just goes full square hectic and I got into one or two closeouts just in front of my mate to be like sick but then like other than that there was like what he calls the biggest squarest barrel he's ever seen in his life and he's seen a few waves yeah 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 and I knew it was fucking nuts it was like 10 foot Wow. Um, but yeah, it just, I tried to paddle onto it and it just like goes, no, nah, you know what I mean? Sorry, and threw me off the back. You know, one of those, that's how heavy it was. It just goes like that. Um, but like ski, sick, would have been into that. Or yeah. like maybe if I knew the joint. Yeah. And maybe like, you know, you turned up on a swell direction that might have not have been as favorable. Yeah. I messaged Grizz and I go, man, this, that wave is fucking a demon. And yeah. he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, uh, in a good way or a bad way. And I was like, I was just hectic. He's like, yeah, loves the, loves the small period. Hey. And I'm like, dude, it was like 19 seconds. Yeah, sweet. That's why I was a closeout, I guess. So, yeah, well, it was just, yeah, it just wasn't it. Yeah. But yeah, it was real cool, eh? And then he dropped a bunch of pins on the way on a coastline that like no one surfs at. Yeah. Like all the way down that northwest coast was like super, like just nothing and a lot of break walls. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love it, Kezzy. I don't want to be fucking rude, bro, but we've got to fucking, we've got to wrap this up, my bro. Yeah, we've got to. Gets bad. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for the stories, bro. Yeah, no, thank pleasure. Thank you for the wild life you're living because it's so it's it's so invigorating to hear you speak about what you're doing and you're just so driven. And there's not many crew out there that are doing it like you at the moment. So keep doing yeah, it, bro. Frothing to keep it up. Frothing, my bro. Fucking okay. on. Frothing. All right. Speak to you soon. All right. Cheers, bro.